0: I'm Shannon. And I'm Sierra. And we've been best friends for the past eight, eight years. years. Has this ever happened to you? Some well intended individual inquires, How are you? But instead of being your sounding board, they end up
1: just sounding, sounding board. Well, we're here to lend an ear as our guests unpack their hopes and fears. So come join us in a space where vulnerability is strength and humor is
0: healing. So while we genuinely inquire, How, how are you feeling?
1: feeling? And, and
0: what's been storming your brain? What's been storming your brain? What's
1: What's been storming your brain? What has been storming your... what your brain? Brainstorming the podcast. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Sierra. Happy Brainstorming Day.
0: <laughs> Happy Easter Eve, our Happy favorite
1: Eve. Easter Eve. Do you prefer that to Christmas Eve? Really? Well, similarly, I was scared of both
0: San- Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. I was afraid <sighs> of... People in my home that didn't need to be there. Um, so the Easter Bunny, <laughs> the, the image of him hop, hop, hop in, yeah. drop, drop, drop in a little basket yeah. while I'm sleep, sleep, sleep in, that spooked me. I, so I'm you. scared for tomorrow. I'm going to be up all night. Oh, no.
1: Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> get you some
0: meds, huh? Yeah, get me some meds. Meds. But I thought what would qualm my anxiety on this mm-hmm. Easter Eve is to have one of our favorite brains on. <gasps> The Easter Bunny, <laughs> yeah. The Easter, <laughs> the Easter Bunny is our guest today, and we're just ready to hop around his brain. No, it's our dear, dear friend. Our
1: dear, dear friend, who we've known as long as we've known each other. Mm-hmm. We went to PCPA with mm-hmm. him, huh. which was a. Con- have we ever mentioned that it was PCPA on here? I think we have. Okay, maybe in, in the, the conservatory we went to. Maybe in our teaser, yeah. Yeah. Oh. well, we went there. That's mm-hmm. where we met. He's one of the most genius. Yeah. Multifaceted, absolutely. Artists, humans, he friends. Ha- oh.
0: He's on. It's one of he's. He has one of my favorite brains. I know I already said that, but it's mm-hmm. really like whenever I spend time with him, getting to see what he's thinking about and how he processes things. It's like I feel so lucky to have him in my life, and Me I know too. you
1: feel the same. I do. I do. We want to introduce y'all to our good friend Ben. ben. MacNamara. Boo, 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 boo. Hello there. <gasps> Hi, How's Ben. How's going, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for doing this. Absolutely. Yes. It's wow. wilding a storm your brain here
2: today. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, storm my brain. Ben, what are you thinking about? Um, well, broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, and uh, bok choy, all these come from the same plant, which is a wild mustard. Why are you thinking about that? I don't know. I can't. can't
1: I didn't know. I didn't know that Did you know
2: that? No. Seriously, they're all mutations of the wild mustard of the different like stages of growth. Yeah.
1: Mustard as in the
2: the mustard like condiment? Yeah. Like they use the the seeds to make the condiment, but (gasps) And then if you plant the seeds. What?
0: If you then if you plant the mustard seeds, then they grow into. Well
2: you'll grow a mustard plant, Uh but if Mm. you if there's like I don't remember how to make broccoli out of it. But it's all the same plant, but they're just like different variations because it like mutates you know it's like that's oh the, the flowers didn't grow so it just becomes this like plant tree and that's broccoli or just the leaves grew and that's cabbage or... that's anyway. a great
0: metaphor though yeah you can you know at any point in your growth process you're still important you're still cauliflower exactly you're still broccoli exactly Aww. You're not. Opinion. You're
2: not bad mustard. You're great bok choy. Oh, <laughs> you know.
0: Love a bok choy. I think we already boy. got our episode title.
2: Key
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, bok choy. Um, Ben. I mean, you already kind of opened what's what's been storming in. It's mm. broccoli. It's bok choy. It's cauliflower. Yeah. But mustard seeds. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. What's been storming your brain lately? You know, whether that's personally, creatively.
2: I mean, first of all, the. Number one thing that's been storming my brain lately is the state of our world, of mm-hmm. course. Um, all of the, you know, sudden awareness that is being given to our various communities, people of color, of uh, the crisis in Arkansas that trans kids are facing. Um, how Atlanta. Atlanta. Mm. The shootings in Atlanta, the shootings in, God, I can't even keep up, you know. Um, it's like, oh, which shooting is this? Is this one that I heard about or something that's brand new? Yeah. Like, you know. Um, so first of all, I'm thinking about that. But it's a lot to think about. So um, in the times I'm not thinking about um, the best way to use myself in um, a way that can help like the little I can do with like sharing my thoughts or my work or any of that. So apart from that, which I wanted to give, you know, due deference to, <laughs> I hate myself for using that phrase, but that's what I mean. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say it. Um, uh, just um, I've, I've been mostly, you know, in the pandemic, it's really hard to, to take it any more than one day at a time, you know, when you, when you end up in a place where the future is uncertain, that's all that it is. And I've kind of been like that forever. So it's not that far different, but when the whole world seems to be in the same place that, that like this like uncomfortable place that you've always been like, I'm trying to get out of this. And now it seems everybody's in the same place. Um, it, it's it's overwhelming, and you know you don't want to get out of bed some days, and you want to just uh, sit on the couch and play Fortnite. And I've gotten really good at Fortnite, and that's you know that's, <laughs> that's one been... one thing that comes. So out you of this. mean but...
0: that you are used to being in a place of transition, being yeah. a transient person, both yeah. with your thoughts and where you live. And yeah. so seeing that the world is now reflecting that, you're like, uh, okay, absolutely, yeah, because yeah.
2: you know there's always been a certain cer- certain certainty. Um, in like my friends who have been somewhere for like 10 years or the people who have been, who, uh, I met when I came to New York and like actors who work consistently, um, and all of that's just gone, just gone. Like my friends who are on Broadway are now teaching voice classes on zoom and like all, all of that. It's, it's pretty wild. Um, and it's devastating. Because you never want that for anybody, <laughs> and it's kind of like, well, now where do we go from here like if i'm if I'm feeling that there's this like transient place, now the world is all this, you know, um but that's kind of an opportunity to find new stability, mm. which is I won't call it a silver lining, mm. but um, yeah, the world changes. And it will change for the worse and it will change for the better. Um, and you just gotta one day at a time, just keep going. Yeah. So
0: what helps? What yeah what helps you go, okay, so the devastation, that's our that's our baseline. Yeah. Yeah. What helps you get a little bit above that? Mm-hmm. What is there like little projects I know like you just got a cat so that gives you like a little like Mm -hmm. thing of comfort so what what for you are your touchstones in this um
2: the first thing I will say like beyond anything is just awareness of yourself um and introspection and I think a lot of people are seeing how this time is great for that I mean because we're isolated there's nothing else to do like you're having bad dreams about whatever anyway like you're I'm positive everyone is having their shit come up when they don't want it to you know like stuff that you thought you dealt with or uh, you know new things that are developing because of the state we're in Um, but all of that regardless I always try to remind myself um, and it's it's not like we're in class and like okay Ben do this it's sort of like a passive awareness that I try to maintain like am I on am I connected to this thing or am I not Um, and what I mean is, yeah, the, the world is crazy and, and there's danger and there's devastation and there's all this horrible stuff. But if you close your eyes, you are here and you exist in time and space and if you listen, you can feel this kind of background sound like a wave that's quiet, you know? Um, and I think that's like, that's like the sound of like the turning of the earth and, um, people walking around and like probably some cosmic background radiation, but that like, that like background sound, I try to, um, Like, whenever I can, to, like, be be as still as I can and try to listen for that, Um, which is just, like, existing, which I guess is meditation. But, you know, people are like, have you meditated today? I'm like, why? Is there any reason to not just keep meditating? Like, can't I just, like, be aware? Like, uh, it's not possible to do it all the time, but can't I just, like, at any moment, I can just be like, how am I breathing? Right. Can I hear it? Can I still, can I still like make that connection to the, the thing, which I like to, it's like, it's, it's, um, it's not something that, that you're not, you're not hearing like, uh, a sound from far away. It's not a ghost. It's like the sound of your blood running through your veins. It's your body functioning, but it means the same thing. Like life Mm -hmm. exists and you, that's what you are. So I think that's where you have to start. And sometimes that's where you can't start.
0: I was going to say, even getting to... Even beginning mm -hmm. that. Like, Mm -hmm. start
2: turning the key can be impossible.
0: And acknowledging, okay, I have the key in my hand. That's important, too. And we talked about that today. Even Mm -hmm. you saying out loud, I feel lost, I Mm -hmm. don't know what to do next, is not a better place to be in, but it is a more... It's a step forward
1: versus... Being in denial about it or just yeah. go or, you know, try to cover it up something The first step as opposed to denying where I'm at. Absolutely. Yeah. If I can if we can acknowledge where we are, how mm-hmm. we're feeling, what is then from there we can move forward and decide which choices we want to make yeah. to evolve yeah. into the next chapter of our life or whatever. But
2: yeah, yeah. And even if that choice is to not make a choice right now,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's totally fine, you know? Yeah. Um, so I try to remember that, but I'm also a highly strung person, <laughs> 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 which I, I, I don't know that we can fully capture in this podcast.
0: That was actually my next question um, is what do you love about how your brain mm-hmm. works? And on the flip side of that, what do you find is challenging about how your brain works or maybe just what your tempo is if mm-hmm. that, if that's a better way of wording it for
2: um, you? Um, yeah, uh, I, I kind of want to more fully answer the the first question sure, um, with, like, what helps. Um, so beyond that awareness of yourself and, you know, your place in the cosmic uh, universe, um, but doing the things that you know come from a place of, um, first of all, the things that you need, not the things that you want to do because that's... Um, you know, that's mostly ego, but the things that you need, like you need to eat, you need to shower, you need to take care of yourself. Um, so start there. Like if you can't get there, then, you know, you don't really need the extra steps. you got to start there. Um, but beyond like eating, showering, taking care of yourself, um, do things that you like, like not even that challenge you, just things that you like. If you like, Scribbling circles or drawing that S we all used to draw in middle of school. Like, just do that a million times. Like, who cares?
0: Were you bummed that you didn't have an S in your name? That you couldn't um, use I, it? Or I have an S
2: in my middle name, we which not we're share. not going to share. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I... Actually, writing my name, I always... Uh, I like my name. It's very long. Benjamin McNamara. has a lot of syllables. Um, and it sounds like... I don't know. It sounds, it sounds cool. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like a name, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Somebody told me that one time and I was like, hey, you're right. I got a great name. We only (laughs) have guests
0: on with great names. That's right.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I, I didn't know how, like writing my name in cursive, um, I couldn't do all those like cool loops and stuff that people do at the end. Because my, my one name, Benjamin ends with an N so, if you like, it doesn't make sense to have the N, you, you know. I mean, I can do it with that, but McNamara ends with an A. So it'll look like a G if I do anything funky with it. Or, like, people are like, what does that say? McNamara? G-? <laughs> I already get enough shit for it. So it's like, uh oh, what? I, oh, I started putting an exclamation point at the end of my. I would just. Uh, sign my signature and then put a little exclamation point and I did that until probably like last year so (laughs) that's so fancy from the time I was 15 until like 16 years I did that on everything that I signed I would add
1: I used to do the heart above my eyes yeah yeah, same thing
2: and I'm like am I I a child but also my inner child was like don't give a fuck
0: yep I'm signing checks this way. I'm signing leases. Do you have a leases. problem with that? If
2: you do, get bent.
0: <laughs> I said I said get bent recently, and Did then you? I told you about it, and you're like, I think you got that from me. Yeah, I, I like, said. That's, it a that's lot. not in my book. <laughs> get yeah, bent. It's a good one.
2: Um, I really like uh, profanity that isn't profanity, you know, because you can say all kinds of things. Like, profanity is just, like, the laziest way – To come at somebody. Oh, for sure.
1: And I am fucking lazy. Yeah,
2: yeah. Fucking (laughs) lazy. But I also like other things, like saying things that aren't insults. Like, you are a cheese sandwich. Ooh. It just feels good, but it sounds so silly. And people are like, what?
1: Also, when you say cheese sandwich versus grilled cheese, it does not sound appealing to me. When I hear cheese sandwich, all I'm thinking about is yucky white bread with, like, Mayonnaise and like, yeah,
2: yeah. And not, and not <laughs> melted. Yep. Nope. Oh, God. Mayonnaise and melted? That's yeah, it, even worse. Because it's Don't gross. microwave mayonnaise. No, Don't none of it sounds good. that's what I'm
1: thinking when you say cheese sandwich versus grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. This is our cheese. ASMR section cheese. that I keep trying grilled to convince Shannon to let us have.
2: Try it. Know your stars. <laughs> know your stars. <laughs> grilled cheese. That's funny. Okay. So. Um, oh, I forgot what the second question was.
0: What about your brain do you love and what do you find challenging about your mm. brain?
2: Um, so the, one of the things I find challenging, which I think this is a good example, is um, my tangents that I go on. Because um, I tend to think in terms of like nonlinear, like one, like the way ideas are connected by meaning instead of or or by cause or, you know, just the myriad of ways ideas can be connected. I'll be like, oh, I have a story for that. And then I'll go off on another tangent But that's already three tangents in and we're turned around in circles now and I don't even remember how I got here. Um, This happens to me in meetings at my work (laughs) where I I have a a job where I have to work with, you know, I have meetings with executives and vendors and all kinds of stuff. Um, And I'll be talking about one thing and then go off on a tangent about that. And then, oh, I can add this onto that and this in addition to this thing. And I forgot what I was talking about. (laughs) Where are we? And they're like, we, we could not tell you. I do not know. Um,
0: it's one of the things I love about your brain. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, and so it's that double-edged yeah, sword thing, a, you know. A it's a challenging, challenge. but also yeah. something yeah. I love about you. So what what do you love about your brain?
2: What I love about my brain is those connections that it makes. Because when I was a kid, I w- it was just me and my imagination, you know. And so I built all kinds of stuff. I, I wrote. I would have, like, I would, like, um, like build things, like, imaginary Things like um, when I was a kid, I went to therapy and my therapist taught me to build like imagine a castle. And your castle is um, like whatever it looks like. And mine is on a cliff by a lake. And um, like when you walk, like what do the gates look like and what's around? Is it a forest? Is it like snow? Um, So you like um, wherever you are in a room, you find a secret door and it's like is it behind that painting or is it under this chair or does this like, does this like dissolve when there's a door and you, anyway, so you go down the stairs and then you open the door into your imaginary world and it's a forest and then you go and then you go to the gates of your, your castle and then you go into the castle and you like describe for yourself what it, what it looks like. So you remember what it looks like every time. Um, And that's basically what a mind palace is. If you've heard that term before, it's like a, it's like a memory device where you build rooms for different, and you remember like the door looks like this, it's a red door with a gold handle. And when I go in, it's decorated like this person and this is what, so it's a way to compartmentalize like.
0: Is it considered memories. meditation though? It feels I mean, meditative. It It is it meditation. I
2: mean, cause meditation really is just like thinking about thinking. So I guess by definition it's, it's. It's thinking about creating or creating about thinking, if that makes sense. I've never heard of this. you never heard of that? No. Yeah, it's an interesting idea. Um, And so I I love that aspect. I love the things that I can visualize. Um, Although, again, there's the challenge of sometimes I am seized by inspiration and I start seeing something and I have to be like, wait, stop. Everyone stop. Be quiet. Shut up. I'm I'm having a vision of, you know, uh, uh, an event or uh, something that didn't happen or something that might have happened. Or, like, maybe it's a story that came out of, like, an image that I saw. And I'm like, what if this was, like, a little girl's house that she grew up there all alone and she only had, like, a teddy boor- teddy bear for a friend and, like, she met a dog and, you know, stuff like that. So it goes off on these tangents and creates these worlds that I'm more or less responsible for. <laughs> so Interesting. So like, uh, but then there's the other aspect of it, of um, your imagination is powerful and you can often delude yourself in your real life mm. into believing things that aren't real and that can affect relationships, it can affect your work, it can affect, you know, a lot of things because your your perception is a little skewed because you expect things to work the way they do inside. Everything is done correctly, everything is right, um, but that's not how the world is. And things also change. Um, Things, uh, I don't wanna say die, but everything is temporary, you know? Even before death, it's like, I take a sip from my soda and there's a little bit less, and there's a little bit less, and it's a little bit less. It's not empty, but it's not as full as it was. Um, so I now, forgot what we were talking about. I love it. <laughs> no, no, you're, that, and this is
0: again why I love your yeah. brain because you're making me. You make me. You make me think. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's needed. I, I it, that stimulation is so is so yeah. wonderful, and that's why we've been friends for yeah. almost nine years. I prefer yeah. to
2: have these conversations as opposed to like,
0: how are you? How's weather? Yeah. That's why we have the Exhausting.
1: podcast. I mean, that's that's this, what yeah. this stemmed out of too. For us, was. Yeah, sure. There's, I, I suppose, there's a time and place for for those conversations to a certain extent, mm-hmm. but I'm. It's so good to just swipe, just oh, <laughs> sweep away all of that surface stuff and get down to the root of things and yeah. what is what is storming your brain? What's yeah. going on? And yes, this is yeah. I this is you something can, that just. I love so much about you, Ben, and, and I think it's something that, I know it's something that makes you such a brilliant creator. I can remember oh. when we were at PCPA, some of my favorite, like, movement, we would do these things called movement projects.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, right? movement projects, so and
1: yeah. And... <laughs> I don't even know really how um, to explain there them. Was Tim there was
2: Timschul. There was... That's um, the
1: one that I'm remem- the, Tim
2: Timschul, yeah. And they so were
1: based on like a theme, right? We were given a theme. We were given a theme or mm-hmm. like a word, right? Yeah. Like I remember one was like... There
2: was the four elements. Mm-hmm. There was... um, What was the mannequin one? I don't know if you guys saw that one.
1: I don't know. I don't think we were no? in that movement.
2: I don't think else. you saw that. Um, symbiosis was symbiosis one. Symbiosis was one. There was the four elements. There was... um. I can't remember. Yeah.
1: I don't Oh, remember. that was the
2: symbiosis one. Tim Schull was the symbiosis yeah. one. Yeah. Well, And that yeah. one was
1: brilliant. And I mean, we were just acting students. All we mm-hmm. had was like this room and these chairs and yeah. whatever we brought. We we decided to create out mm-hmm. of that. And you did this movement project with Kenny. Mm-hmm. Kenny, and, yeah. and that was Tim Schull, right? Yeah. Where it, you were in this car accident mm-hmm. where you um, crashed and...
2: Yeah, I, I can tell water. you about it. I can tell Please you that do, it. You
1: Because it I, 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 and yeah, it was, was so simple you guys. I mean, yeah. it was you literally had two chairs, a table, and maybe like a piece of cellophane to put over yeah, had, one of the lights. Yeah,
2: we had we had two chairs and the cellophane and I had water, and that was it. Yeah. yeah and Yeah.
1: It it just I I see I'm speeches. It mm-hmm. it stayed with me. Yeah. To this day. It's been
2: Yeah, I remember a lot of people cried some I did. of them were, like, pretty upset. <laughs> it,
1: it, but it was so beautiful. Thank and you. Yeah. Why don't you tell Thank us? <laughs> you.
2: Um, so this Tim Schull project that I'm talking about, uh, the theme was symbiosis. So um, symbiosis, you know, is two organisms that work together, and both of them benefit from the relationship. Um, so what I did was we had a, a dance room, a small dance room, maybe, like, uh, 25 by 40 or so. And we had two... Uh, like recessed lights which are the lights like set up into the ceiling so they don't hang down they're just like you know cans and then they're inside um so we had those two lights um but i put two blue gels over them and then i had a friend standing my friend taylor was standing at the light switch and it was a uh, dimmer so she would dim them up and dim them down um and so this was uh, it was to the song timshul by um mumford and sons, mumford and sons yeah um, and Timshul, oh, God, I can't remember what the... Uh, it's a Hebrew word. It means... Um, Thou mayest is what it means, which means um, you have the option to do what is right. At all times, you have the option to do what is right. No matter what you've done before, no matter what it is, you have the option to do something good. And that's like, with every choice you have, I mean, it's not like cream or sugar. You know, it's it's like, <laughs> do I do I acknowledge this person's feelings or do I not? Do I, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Um, So the song Tim Schull and um, with every phrase, so it starts cold is the water freezes. You're already cold mind, already cold, cold mind. And you, uh, so that phrase, um, the lights would fade up and with every phrase they would fade on or off. So it was like on for one and then off for the next. No, no, no. Something like that. So the lights would fade on and fade out. So the song starts in darkness. Kenny and I are sitting in chairs with our heads down. And uh, so the first phrase goes, cold as the water. It freezes your already cold mind, already cold mind. And death is at your doorway. And with that phrase, um, the lights come up again and our limbs are sort of starting to float up off the floor, our legs off the floor and our hands up from our sides. Um, And then the lights fade out again and they come back on. And our limbs are floating up and we're, it sort of becomes clear that we're underwater. Um, like through our, through our movements, through our, the way we're reacting to the environment. And the, the lights fading on and off sort of gives the impression that we're underwater and there's light, you know, streaming through the water and then leaving and streaming through maybe there's a the lighthouse or something. Um, so then my character, a driver sitting on the driver's side, wakes up. Uh, sees where we are, which is underwater, and then goes for a seatbelt, which is how we indicated we're in a car. Um, So everybody realizes we're in a car underwater and I'm struggling with my seatbelt. Lights fade out. Um, Lights fade in again. Song continues. I don't remember which phrase this is. Um, But I've gotten my seatbelt off and I have... uh, And we were the way we were moving, um, the the movement project... the The reason we call it a movement project was you're supposed to tell a story through movement. Um, so the way we were moving was very slow, like the way, uh, the pressure that you feel when you move through water, that's how, what we were going for. And I think we got it because it, did. it, it, um, translated really well, especially with the lighting and the shadows and all that. Um, so I was, you know, trying to get him out of the seatbelt and then, uh, and he's unconscious still and lights fade out and they fade back on and I've gotten him out of the seatbelt and I'm pushing him up, you know, getting him out of the car and moving around in front of the chairs, and, like, moving him to uh, the shore, and I, like, push him up, and Kenny kind of goes off to the side, um, but my foot gets trapped on one of the chairs, and I look back, and then the lights fade out again. (laughs) Um, And then Kenny is on the shore, and the lights come up, and he's um, coughing and sputtering, you know, and he's looking around, and he doesn't see me, and the lights fade out again, and they fade back on, and I am... My foot is trapped on one of the chairs. And I did this thing where I put my foot on the chair and then I pushed back. So I was kind of like going into the splits, you know? And I pushed it back and then I was like reaching forward like the car was dragging me down and I was trying to swim like up to the surface. But it was I was moving back as I did this. Um, so uh, then the lights fade out again. And then they fade in and I was like... Near the ground, lowering myself, and Kenny uh, was standing on one of the chairs and reaches down and grabs my arm, and I sort of, like, jerk like someone stopped me from moving down in water, and then he pulls me up, um, and the lights fade out again. And then the next shot, or the next part, is the lights fade up, and Kenny has, you know, pulled me to shore, and he's got me on the ground, or he throws me on the ground, he starts, like yelling at me. We, we don't make any sounds with our voices, by the way. This is all silent. Um, so he's yelling at me to wake up. He's like pushing on my chest. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. And this is near the end of the song now. And then right before the last phrase, um, like when he almost gives up on me being alive, I like sputter. And I had a, this whole time I've had a mouth full of water, as much water as I can fit and I just kind of like I' didn't, don't spray it out, but I like <clears throat> like gurgle out like I've been like it's like in my lungs and I've been breathing it. And so I actually inhaled a little bit. and so the, the, cho- the coughing and the choking that happened was very real. Um, uh, but it but then I was alive and Kenny was, you know like, oh my God, thank God and then that was the end. And the lights come up and everyone is sitting there with their hands over their faces. <laughs> And our teacher was like, oh my God, what the, (laughs) what was that? And I was like, I don't know. I just, I heard the song and I saw, I saw very clearly what the story was. Like it just, like I was like, like I was surfing YouTube and the music video came up. It's just like there, fully formed. And that's kind of how my ideas happen. I was just, they're just was gonna say, just there. Yeah.
0: When do you feel? Thank you for bringing me back to that. Place <laughs> oh because God. I remember that project as well, yeah. and I, that was like the perfect. That that was a throwback, whatever oh, yeah. day it is. That, <laughs> day, that was perfect. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Of thank course, you for yeah. it then, and thank you for it now. <laughs> yeah. So when do you find this? creative clarity like you said is it just like a bolt of lightning it comes out of nowhere
2: i mean yeah certain
0: settings certain environments yeah
2: there's i mean talking with you guys always is always great because i think um especially for me it's important to talk it out it depends on your style like i'm a very um auditory and visual learner Mm -hmm. and also like um somatic so like like how I move, like I—that's the only reason I can dance, is because I can, I can like kinesthetic awareness. I know how I can like. Oh, you do that? I can copy you, and I'm a dancer, kind of. Um, so I mean, no, there's certain songs. What I will say is like great art, really, really inspiring. Um, "Driver's License" by Olivia Rodriguez. I listened to that song. I'm not joking for four days straight on repeat. The only like. Like a playlist, I listen to it on my commute to work, all day at work, on my way home, and then stopped because my roommates make fun of me if I play, you know, the same song, a hundred times, which I do, because I'm like, there is, there's something you're evoking in me, and I, I just want it, I just want it, whatever that thing is that I call it, um, uh, uh a brain flavor. <laughs> It's New like, name it's for the pod. <laughs> brain flavor. It's sort of. It's like. It's like a. Uh, it's like a mixture of taste and touch and sight and sound and all those things that you, that you get from. It's like the flavor of a, a of a piece. You know, it's all of its aspects put together, um, and that's why everything is different. I mean, you have things that remind you of so and so, but that's because you know maybe they're a similar flavor. Um, so the brain flavor. Uh, Other artists, um, honestly, anything like just being out in the world is inspiring. Uh, Depends on your mood. I have I have terrible moods. I have days when I can't talk to anybody. Um, So like, don't expect yourself to always have that access, you know, because I mean, creativity is a is a powerful force and you can't sustain it all the time.
1: This
0: leads right into our last question for this segment, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. okay. which is what, what's one piece of advice that you would give to your younger creative self?
2: I would say, I mean, this is so, it's so on the nose and so typical, like being yourself. But the, the, what I'll add to that is you have to grow. So your idea of yourself will change. And I think you need to be open to those changes and also open to people changing you um, because that will happen. That's probably where the majority of your growth will come from is from other people. Um, and some of your decay will come from other people as well. So I think uh, the advice that we got at school, which was take what serves you, leave the rest, and... Um, but know that you don't always know what's best for you. So trust I like to say trust the signs <laughs> cuz you know one when you see one, you know what I mean? Um I would add as a caveat to that cuz I feel like I'm very I like to be very specific with my language. So when I say you don't always know what best what's best for you, I don't mean don't trust yourself. That knowing cuz you should that always trust about. yourself. Mhm. Um, but you should trust when you know you don't know what to do. And that's the time to be open for signs. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Who can show me what to do? Like, and that's, you know, signs sounds like a, a really you know, esoteric kind of mystical thing. Like, oh, I'm reading clouds. I'm studying tea leaves, which, you know, you can not believe in that. But... But what I mean by signs is like literally a sign. If you're driving down the road and you see a sign that's like road work ahead, you're not going to ignore that sign. I just mean take the opportunities that are presented to you and don't. Don't beat yourself up about opportunities that you don't get, Hmm. you know, like go for what you want, of course, absolutely always, but don't beat yourself up if you don't get all of it right now in exactly the way you thought it would be, because nothing is going to be exactly the way you thought it would be. Look at your life.
0: <laughs> would you look at it?
2: Would you look at it? I mean, we're all, we're all just like comic book characters just stumbling from panel to panel. It's truly, like, but those great moments. Great job, everyone. You're doing great. <laughs> (laughs) We're still here. You know, I just had my birthday. You guys are going to have your birthdays. Birthday episode. Birthday Birthday episode. episode. Mm -hmm. But those
0: moments where I do see a sign or those like synchronicities of like, oh, it's Mm -hmm. 555 or whatever those are for you personally. Like, we've had people reach out being like, I was listening to the podcast and you mentioned the number 23. Now I was at the 23rd Street Station Mm -hmm. right when you said it. Those moments for me always tap me back into. That kind of guided meditation you led us through earlier. Take a minute. Close Mm -hmm. your eyes. Where are you in the universe? Just take a fucking
2: minute. Notice (laughs) Notice the synchronicities, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh,
2: And for those who don't know, synchronicity is sort of like coincidence that is connected by meaning instead of cause. Things that, like you and I, wore the same outfit. Now the cause of that is one, that we had the same outfit. We had it. (laughs) And two, like maybe we both saw something on TV that connected it. that we both are like, oh, I'm going to wear that outfit. But we made that decision unconsciously. So synchronicity is those two things happened. They're unrelated. But or wait, wait, no, no. If you both saw the same thing, that's related. But if you both saw different things that made you inspired to wear the same outfit, that's synchronicity. Mm. Okay. That's like you're united by the idea of the same outfit. Of meaning but without the cause yeah
0: that was perfect
2: thank you yeah hey. <laughs> i read the dictionary a lot <laughs> i'm serious i really do
0: we're like, all yeah, he's like no he's but no, i mean, mean it. Like, like if you copies. don't know
2: what a word means you can look it up what were we talking about
0: would you <laughs> that's gonna be the actual title yeah I think we're talking about a break. I think a little breaky oh, a break? break. Okay. I'd
2: be, That'd down be for nice. That. Yeah. yeah. But write down what we were talking about. Uh. So <laughs> I'll <don't> really <laughs> honestly <laughs> don't.
0: You know what's an illusion? What? This little game we like to play on this here pod. That, you know, you think of your life is going to go a certain way. We've mm-hmm. talked about oh, this, yeah. and like you said, we're all cartoon characters moving from panel to panel. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to focus in on a little panel that we like to call Nash. Mash And we mash. have our resident mash maker
1: to my right. Okay. It's me.
2: I have to be <laughs> honest. I do not know what that means.
1: Oh, th- okay. So you're our first guest who doesn't, which okay. is exciting. Very. So okay let me tell you what MASH is when Shannon and I were little baby girls. We used to play this game called MASH mm-hmm. not together because we didn't meet until eight <laughs> years ago almost nine but. But at some point we were probably synchronicities playing mm-hmm. it at the same time at the same you
0: know. Yeah so. well
1: basically it, it's it's like a little game that kids would play where you write the word MASH. And what MASH stands for is Mansion, Apartment, Shack, and House.
2: Yes. I know what this is. Yes. yes. Oh my god. It's like an elementary school game. Yes. It's like It's like the the foldy like one two three yes. two, like the color thing. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I know exactly what this yeah, is. Yes. So yeah. we
1: play that every episode with okay. our guests. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> why the fuck okay.
2: not?
0: Um, you know, during the pandemic we're all feeling a little mm-hmm. lost. We yeah. don't know what the next steps are. So Sierra's okay. actually going to give you a good life path. Cool. For what? It's gonna happen for you. Talk about
2: asking. Shaq. 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 I'm kidding.
1: That's gonna be the sound bite. I'd be fine with the Shaq.
2: Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we have MASH itself is our first category, which is essentially where are you going to live, followed by partner. Okay. Then children, then career, and finally transportation. And you'll pick four different options for each category, and I'll go through. And uh make my prediction. Now how I make my prediction is at the beginning, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna draw a spiral. Okay. And you that was a pen click. She actually closed the pen so she might (laughs) not And
2: you and you (laughs) click. (laughs) There we go. That one was not as perfect.
1: Um you're just gonna tell me when to stop. Okay. And through my magic. Okay. I and my spiral. You're losing I, will, I will feel we will figure it out. Okay. So me, just tell me when, to, when to stop. Stop. All right. That's a cute spiral. It is a cute little spiral. So here's what we're gonna do. Our first category is partner. You, my friend, are going to give me four options four for options. a life partner. For yourself okay i'm be. going
2: to give you instead of names mm. i'm going to give you a description of how i see them which is i this is weird i have like titles for people to like kind of sum up who they are so first one is hipster prince
1: love this
2: uh second one is soldier boy
0: <laughs> spelled not like the song soldier Just or like soldier the song.
2: you actually also have to superman soldier while boy
1: it. up in this
2: so, no 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 not oh. spelled like the song yeah. soldier boy he's a boy he's a soldier, soldier. okay boy um, the accompanist
1: the accompanist yes
2: mm. put palomino
1: the horse? The horse, yes. <laughs> You're just talking. About
2: so Palomino is, I, I should, probably shouldn't share this actually.
1: All right, so Palomino <laughs> has its own meaning and the world will never know. <laughs> okay, so now we're moving on to children.
2: I will say first one will be zero. Great. Just because for us, having kids is kind of a far cry, even the mm-hmm. idea of it, because we can barely support ourselves. Sure and the idea of having children on the, how much money I can make mm. is horrifying mm. and I would never do that so I mean also I have the choice because I'm gay mm-hmm. um, also I'm gay so yeah we tell. Like to let our, yeah we yeah
0: we like to let our guests come out when yeah. they want to come out <laughs> I come out constantly
2: all the time to everyone on purpose aggressively <laughs> like I'm gay <laughs> I'm gay like not. <laughs> Not like gay, like, like mean, ga- like there- a mean gay. I like to describe myself as a mean gay, like the ones that couldn't get bullied out of it. Oh. I just like never got over it, and they're like jocks.
0: I see the word <laughs> the A is getting slightly bigger. It's yeah. all caps, but gay. Thin- yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. The font number yeah. size. Um, is just so now that's like
2: my type is uh, all the guys used to bully me. I just sleep with them now.
0: he winked after that that was so cute so we have
2: zero Uh, zero children zero um let's put two okay i i would love to have a boy and a girl Mm. yeah or you know whatever their gender identity expresses themselves as beyond their sex and i use that term literally how about pets I'll just have pets.
1: So we Pearl. have zero children, two children, just pets. Pets alone.
2: instead of and but pets is like just a myriad. Like maybe a dog, oh, a dog, yeah. cat, and a bird. Dog, cat, bird, fish, lizard, snakes. I don't know. I it's hope that. that I yeah, Me option. too. Yeah, it's gonna be Palomino. The last one. Yeah. <laughs> a palomino. No, i already be married to him. Um, uh, and the last one. Let's put zero again. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The th- only, only because I'm still on the fence about having kids. Mm. And for that reason, I should not have kids. Yeah. Until I'm sure, until you want, literally are going out of your way, seeking to be a parent, you should not be one. Mm. That's my personal opinion. Also the correct opinion. All other opinions <laughs> are wrong.
0: And of <laughs> course, in circumstances that where someone's like, oh, I'm pregnant. It's their choice if they Absolutely. want to continue to have that Million child. Percent. But I, I do agree on that. Yeah. If it's something that you're on the fence about having, and I've talked about this before, mm. having a father who is a social worker and a mother who's a teacher, yeah. that was laid in to yeah. be very young. That mm. if you, there are plenty of people in this, there's too many children in yeah. the world. Let's Literally. start there. <laughs> if you are yeah.
2: pregnant and you want to get an abortion because you cannot handle having a child, get an abortion. Yeah. That is better. Then raising a child who is deeply resentful of you, who is mm. not provided for, and will become a menace to society, like me.
0: Probably with the first name Dennis.
2: <laughs> with Dennis. The menace. Dennis the menace. Well, at
0: least you'd get
1: your own TV show, though. Yeah, lucky.
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> lucky.
1: Okay. I loved those answers. Yeah, I do, yeah. too. Yeah. This next category is career. Career, okay. So for this, give me three options, and we'll fill in three the Three
2: options, Okay. First option, actor. Which you know, that's what I want to do. I want to tell stories. I want to, an actor. I'm gonna tie up in like directing, filming that whole that whole industry. Like that idea, being an actor, because I won't just be an actor. Like I'll be creating the things Mm -hmm. that I I want. A
0: creator. Uh, A creator. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um. So maybe creator instead Hmm. of
0: actor. Yeah. Yeah. Creator. Be the creator. Is that what people call God? The The creator.
1: I'm I mean, putting, you, you can the call the me creare. that if you want. Yeah. The creator. just God, you know. I'm kidding. Actually, scratch it out. Blasphemy. Put God.
2: Put God for career. God.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, yes.
2: what's the, yeah. What's the
0: term on that guy? He's been doing it for a long time. I mean, he never of.
2: answers his phone. So maybe he needs an assistant. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> maybe he needs an
0: assistant.
2: Um, God's assistant. I'm fine oh. with. I love blasphemy. <laughs> um, oh, what was I saying? Career, career, career. So creator. So career. What's that. a
0: job like with no prerequisites that you've always been like, okay, well, I would have had to do all these things, but with like, you wouldn't have to go to school for it. You oh, could just get into the job.
2: The military. <gasps>
1: really? Yes. Can I ask why? I know that's
2: surprising. Um, so my family is very into the military. I'm not close with my family. I should I should preface this by I have not spoken to anyone besides one of my brothers, two of my brothers. Um, in about five years, um, they're Trump supporters, deeply racist, homophobic, uh, the whole nine yards. Someday, maybe I will come to terms and become the better person and reach out. But currently, that is not the case.
0: Currently mm. doesn't serve you. and Currently like you does said. not serve me. Yes. <laughs>
2: um, but when I was younger, uh, and you guys know this as well, I struggle with anger issues. Um, I did not have a good home life. There was a lot of violence. Um And for a long time, that was sort of my background thing. Like, I'm very intelligent. I'm creative. I could be used in a myriad of ways. Um, And I have friends in the military. One of my best friends is pretty high-ranking in counterintelligence. So that's that's kind of the direction I would take. I would go into internal affairs or counterintelligence or military police (laughs) or something that, you know, could sort of just find a way to save... (laughs) The, the American institution of the military. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think we should be an imperialist society. Um, I understand where that comes from, which is a deep fear of a chaotic world. Um, but we are the cause of a lot of that chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you need good people to do good work. And I know there are good people in the military. I know them. Um, I know there are good people in the police. I know them. But the way that things are, there needs to be a massive change. Like, um, so I think in that way, I always thought that I would temper myself, maybe become a stronger person, um, more able to deal with my own issues and take on a lot more. Um, but, and honestly, uh, my friend who's in the military, uh, at his wedding, we had a very serious conversation because he married, Um, someone another person who was in she was a marine uh sergeant actually who was very cool um and we had a very frank conversation about it um and even with her she uh we exchanged a few emails discussing it and discussing her experience as a as a woman in the marine corps and especially as an officer like a commanding officer in the marine corps um and she they were very blunt they were like look it's not easy there's a lot of Crazy people. There's a lot of bad people. There's a lot of incompetence. There's a lot of things that you don't want to be involved in, and that's that's true. That's yeah. true. Um, Cameron Rose, who I've spoken to uh, at length about it, he has always been against it. Um, he's like, no, I think you have too much too much beautiful work to do yeah. to be used by you know a war machine, mm-hmm. um, and I agree, but also. Cameron Rose is a small man, and if someone were to hurt Cameron Rose, and I were there to defend him, I would absolutely step in and do something. And so that is kind of the spirit that I took with the idea of the military. The idea of it, mm. I will—I should specify, is because your idea of it is very different from the actual grimy, intense uh, experience that it is, that really like can ruin people's lives. And utterly destroy them, which I mean we've seen all over. Um, and I think there needs to be more support for the military, more support for for you know people who are doing things that are very difficult, and we don't fully understand everything that goes into that. Um,
0: My wheels are turning. Like, so now, how can your art support this? Yes, like, right. what exactly. what show like, are you gonna write? What yeah. you know? What can what?
2: I do to sort of? Because I think it's it's necessary to have cor- to have protection, not correction. Excuse me, I'm not a fascist. <laughs> um, it's necessary to have cr- to have protection. I'm gonna say it again, <laughs> to have protection because there are there are people who take, and like we we know that it comes from uh, deep seated issues that um, can be coached out with therapy and with intervention and all these things, but we. We don't all have those resources, um, and sometimes the best thing that can happen to a threat is that it's neutralized. Um, but then again, who defines what a threat is exactly. and what neutralization means <laughs> is another matter. So you see, there's yeah. all these things, which is why I didn't, yes. and also because in 2016 Trump was elected and there was no way I was going to answer to that matter. Yeah. Um, so that kind of like, we stopped having that conversation pretty quickly. Um, and actually I'm 32 and this is the last year that I have to, um, to, to join if I wanted to, which I would go in as, if I wanted to do it, I would probably want to make it a career and go in as an officer.
0: Yeah. I didn't know there was a cutoff. Me neither. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's a cutoff. There's also like various tests you have to take. Right. Um, I had a friend
0: who was trying to get into the peace. Nope. Coast Guard, Coast Guard, Coast Guard yeah. and it was extensive. Yeah. Like Ooh. also yeah.
2: Space Force. Like I don't know that I don't want to be in Space Force. You know, I don't know that, that either. For you, pretty fucking is that cool. number three? What? Yeah, um, is that your third option? No, 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 no. <laughs> so one creator, two uh, destroyer, um, and three maybe politics. Maybe okay. I love to argue. Mm-hmm. Um, You're good at it. I'm. I'm. Great You're coming at arguing. from a human place. I come from a human place. I. Um I guess I'm,
0: humanity. That's what I meant by yeah, that. Yeah, We're yeah. all humans. But like, I mean you work from a place that's that, Yeah, that yeah.
2: I I want to do I wanna I wanna help people, you know, and that's not that's not like I'm I'm not here trying to get your your vote. <laughs> like this this is purely theoretical, but I, I believe pol- politicians should be the best of us. You know, like the people who really care about the least of us. So yeah, maybe creator, destroyer, liar. <laughs> no, not liar. That's not what I want to be. The truth. Truth teller. Truth, truth seeker. Seeker. Truth. seeker. I love this. I like putting titles on things. Mm. Is that weird? No, at I all.
1: love this. I like it. Like
2: chapters on a book. They're oh like, my God. Ben, it's just a shirt. You don't have to name it. <laughs> it's my shirt. <laughs> Gotta imbue that bitch with some power. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's my <to> crazy. <laughs> I don't name all my shirts, just so everyone knows.
1: Just the important ones. Just the, the um... just the
2: important ones.
1: <laughs> well, the fourth one, I want you to be the narrator to my life, but I think even more than that—not just like my Morgan Freeman, you know—not just like my voiceover narrator. I I want you to like guide my life. I want you to be my god. <laughs> okay. Like a stranger yeah. than
0: fiction situation.
2: Yeah. yeah. I feel like I mean, I could have a podcast and just be like, "Hey, how are you doing? What's going on? Tell me about it." I think these things. I actually find myself doing that with people sometimes cuz I should preface this by saying I am also very antisocial a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> they know, and I probably sound very friendly, but I'm not. Um, <laughs> and that's just, like, I'm a good person, but I'm often not a nice person.
0: Oh, I mm. feel that. Um, not about you. Exactly. Like, no, exactly. Like, it's sometimes. it's
2: sometimes really hard not to let how cruel the wor- world can be make you not, like, lash back. Um, and I struggle with that, like, even to this day. Um, but I forgot what we were talking about. We
1: were t- on the fourth uh, oh, on the fourth thing, and you want me
2: to, to tell you what to do. I mean anytime. Just but I also like, want hey. to
1: say, circle back to what? what you're saying. I feel like I've seen you've gotten so much better.
2: Wiser. More
1: aware. <laughs> more yeah, you've gotten you have more uh control yeah. over that oh, part yeah. and, and more yeah more awareness of yeah. that part of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I've seen so much growth. Really, I mean, Aww, thank you. Yeah. that means a lot to me. That really I, does. I I've, feel like
2: I've made progress. Yeah. You
1: really have. Yeah, so
2: yeah, I've been in therapy for two years. Um, I in March of last year I started taking medication, um, because I uh, was diagnosed with bipolar 2, which duh. Um, <laughs> uh, but I have to owe it. I have to throw it back to my therapist. I have an amazing therapist at Creative Self Search. Her name is Goglio. Gaglio. Um, I recommend everyone hit her up because she's brilliant. She's Russian, and she does not play around, and she's very kind, and she has, she asks the right questions, and she lets me open the doors myself
0: considered an art therapist art therapist yes
2: uh creative self-search she does um we've used poetry we've used uh drawing we've used painting yeah so with her i feel like i've gotten um and it's something i wanted to circle back to about um uh uh something i said earlier about trusting yourself and um i think i wanted to add to that that trusting yourself comes from being honest with yourself um about About yourself. So not just your idea of yourself or like who you think you are and not who you wish you were, but who you, who you literally are. All the shame, all the bad shit, all the everything. Just like very frankly look at yourself and be like, I am, I am all of these things. Any one of them can change,
1: Hmm.
2: you know,
0: and still worthy of love and And still, you know, all of that. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But just, I think that's a very important part of it is just being able to look at yourself honestly and accept everything that you see and know, like, and the things you can change and the wisdom to know the difference, that whole, (laughs) uh, that whole, uh, bathroom inspirational quote, uh,
1: I think that's an AA quote.
0: That is it. an AA quote. Which can be held in the bathroom.
2: Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Wherever you want to be an anonymous, anonymous <laughs> alcoholic. Yeah. I'm thinking of the... I'm re-watching Broad City and mm-hmm. Alana has... Um, and, and Alana has an episode. There's an episode <laughs> where Alana is um, going through seasonal depression, mm-hmm. and um, she's with her 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 happy lamp, sad lamp, as she calls it. And she, the quote that always sticks with me, she goes, "You know what? Sometimes I get sick, and I need medicine. I need to stop like having that stigma about that. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. rewatching yeah. it now that I'm back on on antidepressants, mm-hmm. I had the same like, sometimes I get sick, and I need medicine. Yeah. Stop beating myself yeah. up about it. Being honest with where yeah. I'm at." Yeah. Not the idea, of course, my, the idea of myself, I want to be joyful and, and not irritable yeah. and have the motivation on my own, mm-hmm. but at this moment, I'm feeling a little sick and I need yeah. to take some meds. Absolutely. You know. Yeah, so I'm always grateful that we're open about mental health, all mm-hmm. three of us, yeah, and are yeah, yeah, talking about it. It's, and-
2: it's the same as any other kind of health. Yep. It's like, I broke my foot. Hey, because uh, we're all going to notice you limping, so uh,
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
2: we don't want to be like, hey, why are you... Um, Throwing things. uh, (laughs) Something going on?
1: Well, you know, similarly, the reason I initially started taking medication for anxiety and depression, I'm no longer on it because of other health things, but that's irrelevant, um, was because I watched Chris Gethard's one-man show called Career Suicide. Hmm. And Chris Gethard... Is brilliant, first of all, but I've known him as like a comedian, right? Like, I've seen on him on Broad City. He's yes, he's on Broad City. He's a funny little bit part on The Office. Like, and then I watched this one man show and it changed my life. Like, he talked about he had severe depression, severe depression, mm-hmm. and um. And for a long time, was not medicated, wasn't really doing anything about it, and somehow drew the comparison of depression to, say, cancer. Hmm. You wouldn't tell a cancer patient to, that they shouldn't be taking chemo, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's taking medication for depression is just as valid mm-hmm. as going to chemo yeah, is absolutely. for cancer as people as like getting a bandage for yeah yeah people Insul like to think that
2: we're just beats uh bags of meat with a ghost inside but we're not <laughs> <laughs> we're chemicals we're electricity we're mm-hmm. we're complicated um, and sometimes those chemicals get out of whack yeah or maybe you were you were born uh, with a certain mutation that means you produce something inefficiently, or you produce a different kind that isn't as effective, or you know, some blah, of us blah, are blah, broccoli,
0: blah. some of us are bok choy. some of us are broccoli,
2: some of us are bok choy, you some know, some of us are just the uh, mustard you know? seed. <laughs> <laughs> some of us need to be boiled, and some of us need to be roasted. So, mm-hmm. um, also, but just be honest with yourself. Like, if you don't need medication, you don't have to be on it. Yeah. You can decide to not be on it. You can decide to be back on it.
0: Absolutely. And we support each other in that. And exactly. same with,
1: you know, our my other roommate, Savannah, we're open about that. But but where we've gotten to the point with ourselves where we can acknowledge where we're at and what we need and be open to making that decision. Yeah,
2: absolutely. And Whereas, it's hard to get there.
1: It is. And I know I probably before I watched Career Suicide, because that really was a big game changer for me, but I... For some reason, was not sure about taking yeah. medication, yeah. and I was so scared that it would have some sort of effect on me. Yeah. And what's crazy too is in career suicide, Chris Guthardt says I was so scared that being on medication mm-hmm. was going to make me unfunny somehow. Yep. Where in or reality, like or it yes, it was going to stifle my, my creativity. Yep. Yeah, stifle my creativity, make me yeah. less of a person. When in reality, what it did was it helped me be more authentically myself
2: there's a weird idea that art comes from suffering Mm. and I think that's a not a great comparison I think artists suffer because we're human (laughs) because we're human but also because art is hard like it's hard to sell it's hard to promote yourself um and but you don't have to be a starving artist you, like it's not a, you don't have to romanticize a lifestyle that's destructive you can you can do the things you need to do and still create the work that you need to create while you know supporting yourself and being a fully um fully realized person and not ju- i mean i'm i'm guilty of this i've moved uh three or four times a year for the past 10 years and this is Uh, The apartment I'm in now, I've been here for about two years and that's the longest I've been anywhere since we were at school.
1: Here for me too. Yeah,
2: And it
0: reflects on, and it goes back to you saying like, we see your growth, that stability, honestly, Mm -hmm. Ben, it reflects in your, in your self care and all of that, having that and not having that for so long. You don't realize it. You're just like, well, this is just
2: how I live. I move. But the
0: second you go, no, I'm going to settle. I'm going to get a cat. I'm going to paint the walls. Mm -hmm. You know, it really makes a difference. And it's hard not
2: to think about that sometimes as a betrayal, because you think about your younger self and the person who decided all the things you're doing now. And you're like, am I still being true to that, like, original me that wanted, you know, oh, I want to be an actor. Am I going to get a day job that supports me? Like, or am I going to just go after this as hard as I can, no matter how little money I get and how difficult my lifestyle becomes? like?
0: And that's part of the training, too, and yeah. I think is, is, and we've talked about this on here before, mm-hmm. I think it's toxic that you're not saying get a day job that you also enjoy yeah. Like you know you have to right. find that support that yeah. you're not going to work and going I wish I was at. It. yes I wish I was creating yeah. all, all, all most often because that's who we are yeah. but you're spending 40 hours a week there you can't be miserable yeah. all the time so you got to find what works about it and I wish I had been told that more and maybe yeah. I was and I didn't hear it mm. But I just feel like there's this stigma with mm-hmm. actor training where it's like, get a day job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also get up yeah. every morning and do the fucking thing. Yeah. So I
2: think the thing to remember is that you have room for both. Yes. You have you People are like, oh, you know, I can't take all of this. You can. I promise you can. Like if if it's. I mean, may, maybe you can't. But, well, if it's but important you know I mean? to you, like, you'll make it's the space. possible. Yes. It's possible. It's not impossible. It's just a matter of being in the right place to take the step. Uh, what were we talking
1: about? We're so playing match. fourth option oh, okay. <laughs> of career, we're still playing match. We're, we're, still and we're, we're, we can we're always, almost done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, do you have a fourth option? For what? For career?
2: For career? Um, Career, destroyer, seeker, and a counselor. Um, mm um, counselor, maybe not a therapist. Sounds like a lot of work.
1: Okay, we're on our final category, category okay. which is
2: transportation. Transportation, yeah. I can do anything, yeah. Of Teleportation,
1: course. damn it. That's <laughs> that was what my choice was for you. Um, <laughs> that was a good choice. Fine, I have a second. Um,
2: uh, I would say, um, flight
1: flight like okay. peter
2: pan flying Ugh. not like a plane or jetpack or anything <laughs> um, i will say a motorcycle okay spaceship okay what? we
1: have our mash game complete i'm going to mash it up <laughs> all right <laughs> going Find out back my results. to results what
0: um when you're saying <laughs> about flight i just rewatched peter pan but have you seen on like disney plus now they're putting this like warning before old movies, being like, "We know this is politically incorrect. Like, things you may see in this movie are not like Disney oh, right. does not I agree you were with talking it." Talking about flight,
2: there was like, oh. "People cannot actually fly." <laughs> this Please is do not... <laughs> not jump out of a window. No, yeah, yeah. I have seen that. And they're I, like, "But I we won't take it down." It. Yeah, yeah, because it's a teaching that. lesson. Yeah. yeah, I think it's really important to not erase the history that we have because we need, to, we need it to become better. And we also need to remember the, uh, the context. Like in those times when we were watching those movies from those periods, black people were not allowed to watch those movies in the same space as white people. Hmm. And so remembering that also, I think, is important for the context of, the pe- of watching it and knowing that even, to bring this up, Doctor Strange, I watched Doctor Strange, which is in the Marvel Universe, and um, I'm, I'm familiar with Marvel. And I know that the original Doctor Strange was Asian because it, uh, it takes place in Tibet. Uh, well, I mean, uh, where he goes to train and everything. And there's a character known as the Ancient One who is like the Sorcerer Supreme before Doctor Strange. And in the movie, it's played by Tilda Swinton, who does an incredible job. She's great. She's got, uh, she's like ball androgynous. uh, She's Celtic, I guess, which is a contemporary ancient civilization, but it's not the character. It's not. It's a big name. You could have gotten any Asian actor to play this. There are dozens who could play this role. Tilda Swinton did a great job, but the fact there isn't an Asian Tilda Swinton who could have done the same thing says a lot. And that that's like 2015, 2011. It's not that long ago. Yeah. So knowing that we're still in those times, and we should also still have a disclaimer on the things, but we're not we're not to that point where we can even acknowledge that we're still doing those things. We need a disclaimer for.
0: That's a great point. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Yeah. I think the results may be in.
1: The results are in. Oh, are you man. ready to hear? Then go. you're going to be living in a shack. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be with a hipster prince. Yep. With zero children. Yep. You're going to be the destroyer, aka destroyer, okay. In the military somehow. Something. And you will have the ability
2: to fly.
1: He can fly. He can fly. So I'm
2: gonna be in the Space Force is what yes. I'm hearing. Space yes. Force. Yeah. Space Force, coast to coast. Yep. Space how do coast, you feel? Coast to coast. Um I, I like that. That is conceivable. I mean, <laughs> if my hipster prince is there, it doesn't matter where I live.
0: <laughs> oh, so, someday my hipster prince will come. I
2: mean, I don't know how he'll feel about a destroyer, but he knows me, so... He loves you for it. Yeah, Yeah, he's fine with it. He likes it, even. That Um, was so
0: fun. (laughs) Yeah. That was fun. Hey, you want to take a little breaky
1: break? Let's take a break. Boy, are we back. We're back. We sure are. Um, Hey, Ben. Hey. Do you have any... Creative endeavors that you would like to share with us?
2: No, I'm kidding. Cool, cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, so, like right now, my thinking is pandemic. Mm-hmm. We're either towards the end or right before the fourth wave. Um, but eventually, we will get a high enough vaccination rate as quickly as possible that we will be able to start performing again. And that is my goal. Um, And with that in mind, I have been trying desperately to finish one of any number of projects that I have going on. Um, I really believe coming out of the pandemic, especially in New York um, theater and live performance and all those things are just going to take off in a huge way. It's
0: gonna be a renaissance. Be a I've renaissance. heard this a few times, yeah, like in the barbershop. Really I just, yeah, I feel yeah. that. Yeah.
2: Um, and I think it's a great time to sort of tear down the institutions that aren't serving us. Yeah. And by us, I mean everyone, all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've just been trying to work on my originals. Um, I have an. Uh, I'm not going to tell you too much because I don't want anybody to copy them. <laughs> I have a a uh, an opera. I have um, several pilots for like um, that. I plan on I plan on shooting one with Cameron Rose when I'm back in LA. Um, It's about LARPing. Uh,
0: (laughs) I'm already live action role play. Live action role (laughs) play for those
2: who don't know. Um. Uh. What else? Songs. Honest. Honestly, anything that occurs to me. Just there's. Um. I've started a few poems recently. Uh, that are just like one or two lines I just threw together. There's one about a plant. Um, I saw I had an air air plant, and uh, the p- poem starts. It was like, uh, "Hang me in the window." Oh, what is it? Hang me in the window. I'm happy anywhere. Water me just once a week. All I need is air.
1: That's uh, I'm a big fan of that because <laughs> I'm a plant lady. Sidebar: I had a really massive Talanzia, which was a really big air plant, and it died while I was in California. My red
2: Abdita died. I got it as a work gift, and it survived for like nine months, and then it got rot. Yep, so mine sad.
1: too. Don't leave it by a humidifier yeah. like I did.
2: Oh no! <laughs> That's I think the last I overwatered it. You um, gotta let them dry. It's important to let them dry. Yep because um, they take water really efficiently because they're plants. Anyway.
0: Do you have any other poems you want to share? I do.
2: I do. That one is about like thinking you don't have a lot of needs, but you do. You have needs. Even if you're just an air plant. you need to not rot. You need to dry. You need water. You need air. You need sun. All that. Um, anyway. Oh yes. Okay. So I have this poem I wanted to share. This is, um, so I have a poet, um, uh, I have a poetry Instagram, which I'll uh, plug in a minute. Um, that I started posting because a friend of mine was like, hey, uh, you're writing these poems. I started writing poems in therapy as a way to, like, get my emotions down on the page, and it just started taking on themes and rhythm and became poetry. Um, And a friend of mine who I shared some of them with was like, hey, you should make an Instagram and post them, you know, like pictures or whatever. So I've done, like, random pictures. I should really get a professional to, like, (laughs) make them actual graphics. Um, but this poem is one of the first I wrote. I wrote it in while we were in conservatory um, based on uh, an, an image that one of our teachers gave us. His name is Don Stewart, and he talks often about the spiral staircase. And the spiral staircase is this idea of progress that you can't see, which is every step you take is just one step. But you don't really think about all the steps that have come before and how far you've come because you can't see behind you so instead of looking back and saying you know look at how far I've come you just see the corner and then just a few steps so as an artist you're always growing beyond how you view your work so you're never quite satisfied so it's kind of a way to be okay with the question Um, and this sort of came out of that and my own uh mental idea of what the spiral staircase is Um, and it's also the title of my first um uh, what do I call them? Uh, cycle. So each of my each of my um, poetry cycles has like a time period, and I usually write 10 in each cycle. So I have uh, three down. I've just started my fourth cycle, which I haven't posted yet. Um, but this is the title poem from my first cycle called The Spiral Staircase. I try to climb two at a time, more often one by one. I climb until my visions fail, fresh-spun threads undone. My gate is strong, my spirit full, with all the strength I'm lent. Till the spring stops welling from inside, till my heart cries, I am spent. And when I falter, stumble, slip, I think of what's behind. A highway wrought of single steps spirals up to mind. And then another careful step I take for its own sake. to find what lies within, above a spirit that will not break. On and on, the abyssal climb, ascending into dawn. The distance behind yawns wider still, but infinity beckons me on.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank
2: you. Uh, Yeah, that... that, um, My poems mean a lot to me, uh, and sharing them is... uh, uh, Not difficult, it's just like... I don't know if you'll get it, you know, because they mean something to me. Um, And I I do little edits and revisions and stuff. Um, But it's always – I'm always happy to hear that people really get the message and connect to it and it, you know, does something for them because that's what what art should do. It should really, you know, hit you and make you you feel something.
0: Is publishing it something – now that self-publishing is is an option? Self-publishing
2: is an option. Um, I should mention uh, that is – not wise to post on Instagram because according to their new uh terms of agreement anything you post on Instagram they own. What? So all of my poems that I posted so far I cannot publish. <gasps> Are you because serious? Because they've been published already <gasps> by Instagram. Sneaky. I did not their platform. know that. That's gross. So that's one of that's just one of the only things that I regret about but you know it they keep coming. So
1: I
0: can't believe I can't believe that also in 10 years there's gonna be an Instagram scandal you know I'm just like waiting it's either gonna be Instagram or Venmo I'm waiting I'm waiting over here that's the only kind of conspiracy theorist I am I'm like what's gonna fall next what's gonna crumble what
2: what next crime
1: documentary will we get to watch (laughs) and we will watch it it's like Beanie
2: Babies the true story (laughs)
1: i live for that
2: shit you guys yeah
0: absolutely (laughs) thank you for sharing your poem Uh you're always so open with us because you know we love you and 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 it's a safe space but it never gets it never gets old it never gets old hearing hearing your your creation so thank you you. hey ben what where can our listeners now that we've talked about evil instagram where can (laughs) our listeners find you on that thing that owns
2: us um you can find me. My personal Instagram is Benny Macbamf. B e n i m a c b a m f. Uh, that's my personal Instagram, and also my Twitter handle. You um, love Twitter. You're, I love Twitter. You're a I mm-hmm. tweet constantly, just the dumbest things I can think of. Um, oh, what did I tweet today? It was something so stupid. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Twitter is great. Um, Instagram. Uh oh. Uh, so my my personal Instagram and then my poetry Instagram is just Benjamin McNamara Poetry. One word. Um, and if you want to feel uh sad or uh feel happy or feel angsty, uh, yeah, visit my uh, poetry Instagram because there's a lot of that.
1: (laughs) Hey Ben. What? Thanks for sharing.
2: It was my pleasure. Thank you both.
1: Yeah. I always feel, I said it before, but I'll say it again, <laughs> and I will say it even more after this. I always feel so inspired and energized and refreshed and full after after we spend time together. Thank and you. I love you so much. I love you. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you guys also, I remember when we first started at PCPA Little Cyborg, you were fucking intimidating. And if little baby Sierra then could get a glimpse into this right now, she would be shocked, but also so thrilled because I've always just been so inspired by you, so in awe of you. You're so talented. You're so brilliant. You are, as much as you like to say, you're you can be an angry mean person you are full of so much love and i'm just so grateful for you thank, thank you. you for letting us storm that
2: yes noggin. noggin thanks you guys remind me to be more graceful with myself and with everybody else so thank you for being so kind
0: bye ben <gasps> bye, <guys>. bye, bye, <laughs> bye bye Bye, guys bye, bye, bye. bye. Thank you to our guests for answering the question, what's been storming your brain?
1: A big old thank you to our technical producer, Tim Fuchs, for our funky theme song with Chris Agar on bass and Louis DiNuzzi on trombone. Thank you to Ellie Stovall-Brown for our rock and cover art, and to all you listeners for joining us this week.
0: Be sure to tune in next time for a few more ha-has and a lot less wah was and follow us on Instagram at brainstormingthepodcast.
1: Bye, bye, boys. Have fun. Storm in the brain.